Hi, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Going to talk about the 2013 film Ender's Game and its new 4K edition. In 1985, Ender's Game won the two biggest novel awards you could win. I mean, it's hard to describe how big the book was instantly. It was just an instant classic, and there were several books to follow it, and all sorts of, you know, it just became a thing. And during this movie coming out 10 years ago, with things going on with gay marriage and stuff like that, he made a comment or something that was taken out of context and and view or not, good or bad, His work was almost dismissed, and I get that. I mean, I I get it if somebody says something that's diametrically opposed to where society's going, that maybe we should rethink their work. But as the producers who were working on the movie, when it was being released, said, A, we had no idea of his views when we made the movie, and B, the movie should be judged, and the book should be judged on its message, not so much the personal opinions of the person who wrote it. Mm, I can agree with that to a certain extent, actually. Um, I read Battlefield Earth. I don't agree with anything that the creator of Scientology has to say, but Battlefield Earth was an interesting book and a pretty bad movie. You know, and that being said, Asia Butterfield stars in Ender's Game. Harrison Ford is in Ender's Game. They spent over $100 million on this movie. It only grossed about $125 million. It got mixed reviews. I remember watching it. And enjoying it, but it left me a little cold at the end because I was a big fan of the book, but I hadn't read it in decades. It's obviously a Cliff Notes version of a deep book that the author said many times it would be unfilmable because a lot of it takes place in the main character's head. And they did figure out a way to do it. He also said that he would never let them make a movie out of it unless it would be true to the story. And to do this one, he agreed. His quote was, the best that good people could do with a story they really cared about and believed in. He warned fans not to expect a completely faithful adaptation, but called the film damn good. So now I'm watching it 10 years later because, well, I happened to be in Best Buy in Anchorage last week, and I was trying to kill time. I was waiting on a pickup order at another store, and there it was, one of these new Lionsgate first-pressing steelbooks for 20 bucks, and I was like... You know, I've never seen it in 4K. I looked up the reviews while I'm in the store. The 4K is supposed to be really good. It gets an upgrade to Dolby Atmos. Sold. You know, I was like, all right, yeah, okay. So I finally pulled it out last night and uh, gave it a watch. It's been 10 years since I visited this movie. It's been even longer since I visited the book. I thought it was great. I thought it was exactly what it should be. Um I don't remember exactly why I thought what I thought back in the day. Maybe it's because I knew how it was going to turn out that the end was just kind of meh. But this is the basic story. The story goes on a little further. The book goes past where the movie goes. I don't think the movie should have. That should have been saved for something later. He's much older and something else happens. But the the general story of him coming up through the ranks and him being used by the adults to basically commit war and genocide that's a that story is germane no matter what in the book in the movie whatever even if it's trinicated even if it's edited um the basic gist of the story is still there and that's what ender's game is about and him being true to himself him in this and and what he does to rectify that in the end all the stuff at the end is is actually kind of rushed after we get to the big 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 you know finale that all these big science fiction movies have to have 
But throughout the movie, I thought, you know, it parts of it play out kind of like Kingsman. Remember in Kingsman when they were training them? There's a lot of that and uh, the, the kids fighting amongst each other and the adults watching to see what the kids are going to do and maybe pushing it one way or the other. This is that kind of movie. This is that kind of story. And the U.S. military recommended this book for many, many decades. Um, Like I said, it was on every reading list for kids for a long time. Um, Still to this day, the biggest complaints are the violence because there is violence in it. And, but there's some lessons to be learned in the story. So how does it hold up 10 years later? The effects are really good. They spent a lot of the money on the effects and the sets and all that. Um, there's a lot of uh, zero-G gameplay and stuff. That had to be hard to pull off with wires and green screens and stuff. It looks fantastic. And increased resolution of 4K with HDR. It looked great from beginning to end. It, it looks like a perfect film. Um it didn't blow me away in its 4K Christmas, but the crispness. But there were a lot of close-ups, like on Harrison Ford, where you literally saw every every crack and cranny in his face, um, every freckle on Asia Butterfield's face. Um, there, there is some great depth. The, the surround sound mix, the Atmos. I don't remember it being quite so spacious. <laughs> But there's a lot of overhead effects. I don't know how active it is because I don't have that uh, Dolby Atmos player that some of the high-end reviewers have. At some point, I will. But I know what my ears hear, and I know the upper channels, quote-unquote, lit up quite a bit as things, explosions went over your head, things flew over your head or past your head. There's a lot of directional sound now in the movie that I don't know if it was there originally. But with this Dolby Atmos mix, I very much enjoyed the mix quite a bit. For a 4K... It gets pretty high marks. I'd put it, you know, four, four and a half out of five. It really does. The movie, whether or not you like it, it's your cup of tea. It's a a young guy going off to military school to try and fight an alien scourge. You know, if you're into that kind of story, then so be it. Uh, If you're not, then it's probably not going to change your mind. But it's a good version of that story. You've got good actors in it. Um, There's a few other characters I didn't mention or I don't want to mention because of their relationships with other people in the movie. And I don't want to do any spoilers because obviously a lot of people didn't see this movie. So if you can stream it, if you can and buy it, rent it, whatever, check out Ender's Game if you're in the mood for a science fiction, kind of a young adult science fiction movie of kind of a last Starfighter kind of movie, you know? Um, kid gets a chance to go fight the bad guys in an interstellar battle. It's really what it's about, but, well, the basics of it without getting into spoilers. Thought the 4K edition was great. It's a beautiful steelbook as Lionsgate's been doing the slipcover works in conjunction with the inner art. Um, if you take the slipcover off, you're basically taking his spacesuit off and then he's just in his uniform on the cover, which is really cool. Um, I like how it the covers remove flames, remove ears, remove stuff, how they're working the steelbook art with the slipcovers. I think more companies should do that. If we're going to slim down on media and it was announced this week that Best Buy is going to stop selling movies, they're going to continue to sell video games, though. Right now at, at Best Buy, when I walked into the one in Anchorage, all the video games were a piece of paper in one of those sealed cases, and you had to take that up to the front and they would give you the game. Okay, but... When is it going to be they're just going to sell you a digital card and you go home and download it? And that's a whole nother thing about downloading. We have slow speeds here in Alaska, and I really don't want to have to download everything I watch and play with. 
So getting back to it, how is the streaming? A lot of people ask me that when I when I watch these and I do redeem the digital copies. If I ever want to watch the movie on my phone or a tablet or at somebody else's house or something, but I hardly ever watch my digital copies. I, I would rather put a disc in. And a side note for anybody who's having issues with their Blu-ray player or 4K player, if you get like these pauses in the middle of the movie, that's probably your HDMI cable. I tested this theory recently changed out my HDMI cables on my 4K player and that pause, that that judder that even sometimes it would stop um, has ended. So it really is. You just need a nicer cable. You don't think cables matter, but HDMI cables do matter. And if you're having any kind of freezing or stuttering issues with your Blu-ray or 4K player or your video game system, get a better HDMI cable. You will see a huge difference. Sorry for that side note there. Ender's Game is worth a watch if you're into science fiction. It's got a good story, some quality effects, and some quality acting. It's well-made. Gavin Hood, who directed this, came off of X-Men Origins Wolverine, arguably the worst X-Men movie ever made. So big bump up for him, I guess. He made like one other movie after this. I don't think he's made anything else. But um, it was decent. I actually was surprised how much I liked it. And we will we'll watch it again. And that uh, is the best thing I can say about any movie in my collection. Ender's Game from 2013. It's available now on streaming services, uh, Blu-ray and 4K. Enjoy it if you're into sci-fi. I'm Scott Rockfile. More podcasts are on the way. My links are below. Have a spectacular day and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.